Hello and welcome to AFL Footy Fill-Up. This is our Brownlow special. Monday night is always special. The red carpet, the ladies get dressed up and the boys just saddle up thinking they're going to win the Brownlow medal. What do you love most about the Brownlow, Jacob Wilson? Because you are the numbers man. Well, what I love about the Brownlow medal is a done deal. The votes are in. They're in the box. <laughs> We're betting on a known result that we don't know yet. So you can actually make a lot of money. If you knew that, if you knew what was in that box, you'd be a millionaire because you just load up on the winner. So it's one of my favourite things because we're betting on something that's already already finished. And the media are just waiting to just go, right, who's the smoker? Who's yep. going to win it? You're writing three or four stories right up until the end, aren't you? Yeah, the, st- the story's not always the winner. I mean, Tommy Mitchell won it last year. The story became... Um, Angus Brayshaw from Melbourne, who was the bolt, who was the smoky, came in and finished third. Um, and what was sitting at home, wasn't he, on his on his mate's couch? So that's always a fascinating. And I like the look of shock on the players' faces <laughs> when you know they thought they had thirty and kicked three and ready for the three votes, and uh, instead of Pendlebury at side bottom, or instead of Selwood at Dangerfield, and just the uh, uh, the hanging uh, and the trash talk yeah, that happens on the table. S. Pendlebury. <laughs> that's when it gets good. That's where you really that long pause. That's uh, one of my favourite parts of but, Brownlow night. But it is also it's a great night for the partners and the wives because they put in so much effort during the year to yeah. support their husband and that. But getting to the night, Matt Prittis, forty to one. Mm. Yeah, he would have been going. Oh, no chance. What? What? Did you back him that year? No, we did have him actually a little bit higher than forty to one. I didn't have him. I didn't have him winning, but I thought mm. yeah, forty to one were good odds for him that year. I've stuffed up plenty of things in my journalism career. To <laughs> I did pick him third that year. I was the only one in the Herald Sun uh, spreadsheet to uh, or to have him in their top three. Moment of self indulgence. Good lesson from Matt Prittis, <laughs> well, though. Never uh, ignore good polling history because yes. he had an amazing poll. The umpires just love Matt Prittis, and that's how we want a brand So don't ignore polling history. All right, how this is going to work? The boys are going to give their best five bets of the night. Start Starting with you, Jacob Wilson. Yep, let's just go for the winner. Straight out, Nat Fife is paying $6.25. And the reason we just mentioned his polling history is immaculate. The key to the Brownlow is getting threes, not twos, not ones. You need the threes across his career. He's got 32 threes, 17 twos, and 11 ones. So he's got more threes than he does twos and ones combined. He averages 0.92 votes per match that he's played in his career. That's the second most ever recorded behind Hayden Bunton. So the umpires love Nat Fife. All right, he set the pace. He's the best bet. So you're going with Danger Fife. Yep. So I like the exacta. So I think Dangerfield wins um, and Fife second. I love Fife's uh, claims here. So that's paying $11. We know Dangerfield flies home. He could poll eight votes in the last three games or, or thereabouts. You'd want a lead on him, wouldn't you? You don't want him to mm. be two or, you know, three or four behind with three to go. You need to have a, yep. a lead of six or seven. And then Fife, we just know he's such a contested ball winner around the umpires constantly and kicking goals most weeks as well. And Frio had some big wins, mm. didn't they? Beat Collingwood, beat Geelong, they beat GWS. They beat some top opposition where he played really well. Walters is going to get some votes here and there, but Dangerfield, Fife for me, $11.00. That could really set up my whole summer. <laughs> Just another one on Fife as well. It's career high disposals for him. He's averaging 0.3 contested possessions short of his brand low year. He kicked 16 goals this year. He kicked 17 goals in his brand low year. His numbers are almost identical yep. to when he won the brand low. I think he's even said that he thinks this is his best year. Yeah, I think wow. this. He's we had him on Triple M, and he said that he thinks this is his best season. Yeah, he's in an unbelievable year. Last year, Tom Mitchell won it, broke his leg, which paves the way for your second best bet of the night. Yep, we're going to go over to the Hawks and see who wins their count this year. Because James Walpole is starting um, 
a comfortable favourite in this market. But I think Jago Amira at $4.25 uh, has equal claim. I don't think that uh, Omira should be starting outright favourite, but at $4.25, it's great value. You look at their numbers, they're almost identical across the season. So they're averaging, uh, Warple averaged one more disposal, but Omira averaged more tackles, identical goals, identical clearances, Omira more score involved. It's about the same. So then you look at it, well, Omira last year actually picked up 13 votes while Tom Mitchell was in the team. 13 was, was a, a lot more than what yeah. people projected. Warple has never polled a vote for vote for Port before. So I'm going to go with a guy with a good polling history, averaging the same numbers at twice the odds. Nice work. We're going to know very early. Yeah. So round one, Hawthorne play Adelaide. Yes. And in the bet easy market, Warple is $1.70 to get the three votes. Now, are the umpires going to be on to second year on baller James Warple that early in the season? No. I'm not sure. So <laughs> I love the, the three vote uh, bet games. And... Well, you'll get a good insight into that. I'm nervous. <laughs> round one, that, that could be over in round one. If Warple gets three, because yep. Amira in the same game, I think Warple had 27 and kicked two. Yep. Amira had 24 and kicked two. Yep. And Hawthorne had a comfortable win. So that could be a good uh, signpost for what's going to happen. Second best bet, Jay-Z. You're going with your man Grundy. I reckon there's a bromance going on with you too. <laughs> <laughs> Brody Grundy is going to be an interesting subplot to the whole night because last year, what was it, 17 votes or thereabouts, uh, came home really strong last year. Now, he has had the best season of his career. He has dominated games in the ruck. And we know with Brody Grundy, he not only has the ruck hit out, but he's just so involved. At ground level, his markings really improved. So, look, I think he, um, at $2, I think that's O's for him, most votes. Collingwood, Adam Trelaw, we know, is the is the threat, and Pendlebury will get votes uh, as well. But Trelaw doesn't doesn't hurt as much. He has he doesn't have the impact, I think. So this is the year where a Ruckman in Brody Grundy really does get the lion's share of his team's votes. I, I get it, I think he'll have... 20 plus votes and deservedly so. So, two bucks most votes, uh, Collingwood. And also, Grundy into Cripps, 40 plus votes. I think Cripps is going to get 20 plus votes. That's $1.60. So, less value, but get on Big yeah. Brody. I think you should be right. Yep. The only risk is the umpires. Yeah. They don't like the Ruckman. They can't so. butcher it this year, can they? Every year, Max Gorn last year, right? Angus Brayshaw got out out poll Max Gorn last year. That just shows how they feel about Ruckman. Well, Grundy is one of the five best players, five most influential players in the competition, in in my view. And we have been writing about this man all year. Seriously, his name could not have been up in up in more lives. Jay does think that his writing has a lot of power over the umpires. He thinks he writes an article, and the next game they tune into his articles, they they read them, and then they'll get the three votes. It's a nice segue for my. Next time, uh, we'll get to that in a <laughs> All second. All right, mate. third best bet, Saad. Adam Saad. Adam Saad. All he needs to do here is get a vote. I don't care when it is, just as long as he's got a vote. Now, I think he's got a lot of chances to get a vote. I think he's a chance in round two. I think he's a chance in round nine. I think he's a chance in round 13, 15, <laughs> and 17. Now, he could win just, it off those figures. Let's just say he doesn't poll in any of those five games where he has a chance. Round 22 is my backup. <laughs> because in that game, he had 27 disposals, 10 running bounces in a big win over Fremantle. I think if he hasn't got a vote in those first five, yep. that's my backup, fifty. I like those odds for how, Adam Saar. How nervous is he going to be around 22 with his blanket and his hot chocolate just going, <laughs> oh, is he going to get a dollar fifty? Yeah. What's I mean, your third it's, best? It's, it's short. It's a short bet, Jacob. <laughs> We're going to put that on the record. Our listeners like a bit more value, but I think he's an eye-catching player. Yeah, he's he's polled it? a vote in three of his four seasons as well, mm. and this is his best season. Yeah, and Shield. I don't, Shield, I don't think Shield's going to poll. Dylan, he's not sure. Yeah. No. 
And, you know, Zach Merritt will probably pop most for Essendon, but I like that mine. Right, okay. Round back, 22 again. Back, back to James Walpole and my extraordinary influence. When did you write the, an article? <laughs> well, it was about round 20, round 21. I wrote a nice piece about how James Walpole um, would seriously contend for the Rising Star Award if he played one less game last season. So Sam Walsh won the award, had a great year, but he's just played one too many games last year to qualify Walpole. So if you had one player to pick for the Rising Star in uh, Warple or Walsh, who would you pick to go? Warple had a better year. Had a better year than Walsh, yeah. right. So there we go. Right, so round 22, it was actually the Jared Ruffhead game where Ruffy kicked six goals. Wow. And it was all about Ruffy. So will the, <laughs> I've actually gone Warple to get the three, right, after the story, <laughs> to get uh, at a eighty because he was outstanding <laughs> in the, in the You're not reading the right? script here. Hey, hey. What sort of umpire wouldn't hey. give the three votes to Ruffy? Hey. <laughs> These are heartless, cold <laughs> bastards. These are boys. <laughs> and they are going to focus on Warple, who won it out of the middle. Mate, do you Ruffy to... getting them over the top. No. He's, he's sort of every player's looking oh, for I'm willing to take that bet on, because Ruffy is going <laughs> to get the three votes. Yeah, our boys are right. not cold and heartless. They're yeah. humans. They no. love Everyone loves Ruffy. Mate, he's will... a good client, ours. <laughs> <laughs> they, they will use uh, this game, the umpires, to show their independence and their cold-heartedness. They won't be... As Caught up in the emotion, uh, like 40,000 people there at Marvel Stadium were that day. So I have Warpole to chump Ruffy in the Ruffy fairy tale finish uh, round 22. All right. Ooh. Now, <laughs> the fourth best bet for you, uh, and this midfield starred. So there's votes going everywhere, but you've got the bot with the under. With the under? Yeah. No, I like Old this. Scrooge thing. McDuck, I mean, cheering the under. <laughs> 21 votes. That's a lot of votes in the brand, though. He's never got 21 votes. He's more than 20 before, so 20, he has to get to 22 to break my bank here. He had a fantastic season. I'm not doubting that at all, but they only won 12 games. So there's not a, a ton of wins out there um, for them. And I think McRae's probably going to get around the 20 mark as well. I think Dunkley, Dunkley. comes home really strong, probably gets to 15. There's just only so many votes that can go around to these Bulldogs players. That's he serious pretty high numbers for disposals, but his accuracy on goal was terrible. Mm-hmm. We actually had him as the worst shot on goal for the season. He kicked 15 goals from 52 shots. So I just wonder sometimes how much the umpires are going to factor that in, where you think to yourself, gee, Bont was good, but had he kicked three, he would have been better. He would have given him the three then. We'll just give him the two. We'll give him the one for that game. Uh, so I'm going to take him at the under... The umpires always have a mayor on someone as well. They might just have the mayor on, on mm. uh, Bont and Pally. So 21 votes or fewer, $4.50. I think this is. that should... right? 15 from 52. 15 from 52. Maybe you can go down and teach him a few things about oh, how Bont. to shoot for hey, a goal. Hey, how you going, mate? Yeah, me yeah, the rest of his game's pretty good, but on goal, he's a shocker. you got a theory on his goal kicking? Yes. Do, do you want to? No. Huh? Do you want me to share? Yeah. <laughs> Western Bulldogs, you need a goal-kicking coach. Uh, contact, uh, ben, ben he doesn't sell his secrets for free. No. Yeah, You've got to pay for this yeah, stuff, Jay. Smart to go. All right, um, second best bet. He is, uh, think, fourth, sorry. Is fourth he, best bet. Is he the second or third favourite Bonte to be leading the count after round five? It could be squeaky bum time for you early. Oh, really? I'm going to be nervy, Squeaky bum time. Craig comes home really strong and Dunkley comes home really strong. So after that buy, I yeah. think he's just going to get sharked. All right. Fourth best bet. Yeah, so I like, as I said, I like picking the three uh, vote games, really um, focusing in. And the Lockie Neal 51 possession game. So 
I was there, I did that game. I thought that Nick Vostin was clearly the best player on the ground in Richmond's win over Brisbane, the MCG. More influential. Round 23. Yes, much more influential. So, yes, Dusty uh, kicked a couple of goals and, and was good. And, and Lockie Neal, I think he won 14 clearances, 51 possessions. That's a lot of the ball. But I just thought it was more of an accumulating game. It was Vostin with his intercept marks across halfback, outstanding throughout the first half. And um, then Brisbane came back in the second half. So, look, he staked his claim early, and there's value here. So Vossen, he was three votes for me in that game. He's $6.50 to go mm. to get top votes in round 23. So if you haven't had too many beers by round 23 and you're still sharp, keep a look, look out for that one because I think that is the uh, one of the value three-vote games, the standout of the whole night. I'll come with you there. I was at that game as well, and I walked away, and I said to myself, Vossen was BOG. Neil had 51, but it was a Average 51. Yep. Loston was the most influential player. We don't like to, to agree off. I was going to say, it's a long season. That's the second time you've agreed all year. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the fifth best bet. Right, this is going to round it out. Jacob mm. Wilson. I am going to go with some extreme value. Now, he had a crack on my dollar 50, <laughs> so I'm going to go a $13 bet Good. here. Good. Rory Sloan to have the most votes for Adelaide. Now, our predictor, it's not always 100% accurate. It's very hard to predict the Brownlow, but we have Sloney on 14, and we have the Crouch Brothers each on 12. So we have the favourite off the predictor at $13 in this market. Now, one thing we know about Sloan is the umpires love him. Mm, He's a great yep. guy. Everyone in football loves him, so they love yep. to give him votes. Uh, and if you look at his first half of the season, he was actually projected to be in the top 10 up to the pre uh, before the buy. He doesn't get much post-buy, so you need him on a few votes early. Um, and you look as well, you look at, uh, he picked 24 votes up uh, back in 2016. And if you compare it to that year, he had the same amount of disposals, contested positions, clearances, and he kicked 11 goals each year to 13 that year. So almost identical numbers to a year where he picked up 24 votes in the brown line. Wow, the man. umpires love Rory Sloan. Yeah. Get on board. All right. Yeah. And it's hard to friend. know, like if the umpires get confused out of the Crouch brothers, you know, it was a Matt, it was a Brad. <laughs> Oh, stuff it will go slowly. <laughs> I wonder if some of that. Any better than that action? Oh, I uh, just want it because they are hard to split, the two brothers. Um, finishing off to go yep. uh, for myself. I like Cunnington most votes North Melbourne. So the umpires have hated him over his career for some mm. reason. I understand there was a truce declared uh, and an agreement at the start of the year that he'd stop sniping them and that they'd start giving him some votes. <laughs> I'm taking the mickey. That didn't really happen. But he had his best year of his career and there was a lot more media attention on, on uh, Cunnington. Yep. Higgins was injured a bit late. So I like Cunnington most votes North Melbourne and at GWS you can have a punt there's some value here on Tim Taranto so he's sort of 556 bucks in the market Cornelio's uh, shorter Whitfield shorter again I think that's going to be a real it's a toss up that yeah, one it's a real even spread so I think Taranto's some value at GWS in terms of the club most votes and Cunnington at North alright sensational boys they're the five best bets from both of you let's yeah. do quick hands yeah. with Jacob Wilson Clear never handballed yeah. never handballed in his career but yeah. we're going to give him an opportunity first up Kelly Mo's votes. All right. I like, uh, I've got five bets here just to throw on. I just couldn't leave it at five. I yep. felt like there was a bit more value. There's yeah. so many markets to bet on. You could just... Get you know, on with it. It's quick hands. <laughs> quick hands, slow hands. Just I'll set you up. Helpsable handball. Yeah. Uh, all right. Josh Kelly Mo's votes, Jenny Ruiz. As you said, yep. uh, there are five guys I think are a good chance. Cameron, Kelly, Taranto, Canelio, Whitfield. You can get Kelly at $7.25. He's going to have a huge period through the middle of the season where he, I think he could pick up probably nine votes in four weeks. Mm -hmm. So I like him for the most votes there as the outsider of those five guys. Now, Andrew Gaff, we mm -hmm. almost bet on him every year. He came through for us last year. Uh, the, just a secret, the traders actually told us to stop spruiking <laughs> Andrew Gaff last year because that, we lost them so story. much money on Andrew Gaff. 
This year again, the umpires love him. He's four dollars twenty-five. Had a ton of the ball every single week. Yeah. He just catches the umpires' eyes. I, I just on that. I nearly had a heart attack. So yeah, that was my best bet last year. Gaffer out poll, yo. And it's fair to say I was looking for a, a new job about halfway through yeah. uh, the count as yo was well ahead of him. Thank God, Gaff called his one way. One vote. You won by one vote. Oh, but... the feedback. My phone was absolutely blowing up. <laughs> the so traders I, I had a bear though. The traders were devastated. They there were tears up on the trading floor. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> Pull up on that gaff pull right up. All right, so Dion Prestia, most votes Richmond, excluding Dustin Martin, yep. as we, uh, we've like spoken that. about it before. But yep. he uh, had a ton of the ball, especially late in the season when Richmond were making their run. Mm. He won 28-plus yep. disposals in 11 of his last 12 matches. Cochin injured. Cochin got injured. We've already got Dustin out of this, his market. I don't know who's going to challenge him, really. Is no. it, it uh, Hooley off half-back? I don't know who could possibly beat him. He's a dollar sixty. Not Lambert or Edwards. No, Tom Lynch Lost maybe him. gets a couple late. Yeah. It's 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 Prestius. Uh, <laughs> Travis Boak, twenty plus. He's someone that comes up really high in our predictor. I've seen a few other predictors as well have him really high as well. Twenty plus votes at six dollars. He's gonna um, fall off a cliff late in the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he he just wins thirty plus disposals almost every week for the first eighteen rounds of the season. Mm. Uh, and no any, real threat there. So no Ollie Wines is a bit injured. Uh, Robbie Gray was sort of okay. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he definitely with Port Adelaide's count. It's just yeah. a matter of really whether he can get to that twenty plus number. Yeah. Uh, and the last one, Nick Larkley to get a vote. He kicked five goals twice. So yeah. there is two games. He yeah. kicked five goals in two games. All I need is one of those to get a vote, and he'll pay two dollars twenty five. Uh, Who wins? Five. Who wins? Oh, I like danger to five. Okay, biggest outsider. I'm going to go McRae. I think if the umpires uh, skew the wrong way on the Bulldogs, McRae yep. has the numbers uh, to get a lot of votes. Looking at sort of top 10, one that come in, I think like Brayshaw last year, it could be the story, is it Josh Dunkley? Ooh. He had some games where he racked up 40 possessions or thereabouts. So, so Dunkley will be that bolter story, I think. All right. Outstanding work, boys. Great homework. And we're looking to forward to that one. That is it for Footy Fill Up and the Brownlow Special. Enjoy your Monday night. Thanks for tuning in.